0: You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. So are you ready for the Word of God? Are you ready to be challenged to take your faith to a new level in Christ Jesus? Hallelujah. I want to ask that everybody please stand to their feet. If you're visiting with us for the first time, We declare the Word of God before we preach the Word of God. Amen. we've been doing this since 2006 by the grace of God. We declare the Word of God before we preach the Word of God. So if you're visiting with us for the first time, just follow on the overhead and make this declaration with us. Are you ready? One, two, three. 3. I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to his word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the word with meekness, and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen hallelujah as you take your seat into the person next to you say to them your smile looks better than the last time i saw you keep on smiling i know you have a lot of things to be happy about amen maybe you're going through some challenging times and some difficult things right now but when your name is written in the lamb's book of life there's reason for you to rejoice there's reason for you to smile amen hallelujah you know, sometimes when you look at what's happening around us, just uh, switch on the news for a few hours and see what's happening, you, you think it's the end of the world. Seems like it's the end of the world. Who of you have experienced that? Let me see your hand. Many people claim to be men and women of faith. They say i have faith but your faith only really gets tested in the difficult times when you go through life and everything is going well it's very easy to say jesus is good god is good i love you father i love you jesus i love your holy spirit it's easy to do those things but the real test of faith is not when it's going well. It's when things go contrary to what you expected it to go. That's the real test of faith. Sometimes when you're doing everything right, living a good life, things don't always work out the way that you think it was going to work out. You see many Christians even say, why am I going through this, Lord? Do you know that I'm suffering right now, Lord? Do you still love me, God? Have you been facing some difficulties in asking some questions? Many people, when it's not going particularly well, they start to murmur and complain the nature of man, our culture today is to jump on social media and to say what they are feeling, what they are seeing. And we're creating this culture, murmuring and complaining, but yet we come to church and we say we are men and women of faith. You'll even find people starting to question God. Say, well, I'm not going to stay in this church. I'm going to go to another church. And if church doesn't work for them, they start looking at other alternatives outside of church to be an answer and a solution. It happens. But the real test of faith is not when everything is going well. The real test of faith is when you've done everything right and things don't work out the way that you thought it was going to work out and you still love God, you still serve God. The Bible teaches us the quality and the quantity of our faith is not measured when everything is going well. But when things go contrary to what you thought things would go. The good news is God is always aware of what you are going through. My sermon topic for today is God knows. Turn to the person next to you and say, God knows. Turn to the person on the other side and say, God knows. You know, I was reading about Paul and Silas. They're busy with God's assignment, preaching the gospel, even helped a lady to get delivered And then they got thrown into prison—not the prison, just as on the outside, in the center of the prison. But yet they had an attitude to worship God. How many of us have got that kind of an attitude when we're just doing what we're supposed to do, doing good, and things go contrary to what we had planned? Turn with me in your Bibles to one of the favorite, my favorite books. The book of Job. Are you facing some challenges in your marriage? Maybe your business has collapsed. Maybe a good friend is angry with you. A contract that you were supposed to be given got taken away. What is the situation that you are facing right now that's frustrating you? Job 2, verse 7. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with painful boils from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head. And he took for himself a potsherd with which to scrape himself while he sat in the midst of the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God? And shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Wow. When you read your Bible from Genesis to Revelation, there are many challenges that people faced. But when you look at the severity of the challenges that Job had to face, I think the person that gets closest to what he had to go through was Jesus. He lost his family, he lost his home, he lost his business, and then he became sick. The Bible says in Job 1 verse 8 that Job was blameless, he was upright, he hated sin, he shunned sin and he feared God. Just think about it, he was blameless, he was upright. This man was perfect. He had done nothing wrong. This is a message to encourage you, that you can be in right standing with God and still go through challenges. You know, when you have done something wrong, sometimes you find yourself in a mess and you know you had your part to play. It's easy to say, know what i'm going through right now i've had my part to play this person that's angry with me i also said nasty things let me see your hand if i'm talking to the right people here but you know when you are going through something and you've done nothing wrong you are blameless you are upright you're keeping evil away from you and you fear god then it's easy to murmur and complain, but I've done nothing wrong. I'm always friendly and nice and they're nasty. I'm always helping people and now nobody wants to help me. Do you know what the Bible says? When all these things happened to Job, he worshiped God. He fell on his knees and he started to worship God. Job 1 verse 20, just go there quickly. Then Job arose, tore his robe and shaved his head and he fell to the ground and worshiped. And he said, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked shall I return thee. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job did not sin nor charge God with wrong. The question we have to ask ourselves when you go through challenging times, things like this, how do you handle it? Turn to the person next to you and say, how do you handle it? Because the way that you handle it, it matters. When you handle your hard times with care, they will soon go away. And if you don't handle your good times with care, be very careful, they can become hard times. Job knew that he needed God in the good times and he needed God in the hard times. Sometimes because of our lack of understanding spiritual things, we think we only need God in the hard times. We think we only have to come to church and seek his face in the hard times. But you need God in the good times as much as you need him in the hard times. Amen? When it's going good, And everything is great, got a house, cupboards are full of food, everybody is happy. Lord, you are Jehovah Jireh, the one that provides. Job knew that whether he had a lot or he had little, God was still Jehovah Jireh, my provider. In the hard times, he blessed God, And in the good times, he blessed God. He said, God, you remain the same. I'm not going to change my confession about you. Amen? Turn to the person next to you and say, God knows. Job was saying to God, whether you save me or not, you are still my Savior had the same attitude like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that said to the king, "Whether whether God delivers us or not, God is still our deliverer. Is your faith so settled and rooted in God that whether he delivers you or not, you still see him as your deliverer? Whether he saves you or not, you still see him as your savior. This is the attitude that Job had. When I was reading it, it was really challenging me. The fact that he was blameless, upright, I mean he was the perfect church member. And then he went through challenges, turn to the person next to you say, don't worry, God knows. His friends was looking at him from a natural point of view thinking is unrealistic this will often happen to us as well the thing with job while he was going through this just imagine he's got so many sores on his body that he's taking something to scrape off the sores he's not saying one of my friends please come and pray for me He's not saying, my wife, please come and help me. Sitting he's on his own there, removing the scabs, but giving glory to God. It says, God, you know. The Bible teaches us that Job's heart was deeply engaged with God while he was going through the challenge. His heart was deeply engaged with God in that moment. While he was going through pain in his body, lost everything, he was thanking God. It teaches us that whatever you are going through, when you look at a situation and there's no reason to give thanks or praise to God, you can still give thanks to God. You can still say, thank you, Jesus, in whatever situation you find yourself in. The book of James says, We know the end intended by the Lord. That the Lord is merciful, that he's full of compassion. It's as if Job had revelation and understanding of what was the end intended by the Lord. And because he knew the end, he was giving praise to God. He was glorifying God. Sometimes when we are looking at our situation and our circumstances, we stop giving thanks to God. But when you know the end, Intended by the Lord. Start thanking Him for the end. Start giving praise for the end. Do you still believe the good things that God has planned for you? A man and woman of faith start saying, Thank you, Jesus, before they see the manifestation. Before there's healing in their body, they start thanking God and say, Thank you, Lord, that you are my healer. When they are trusting God for a breakthrough, financially, they start thanking God for that breakthrough before they see the breakthrough a man and woman of faith can say thank you jesus before they see the manifestation they know the end intended by the lord and they start thanking him because they know he's the alpha and the omega He's the beginning and the end you have to answer this question would i say thank you jesus before i receive the blessing before i receive the healing That was the attitude that Job had He worshipped God He gave thanks to God The Bible said he never ever brought a charge against God Never sinned against God with his mouth in anything We can ask questions God help me to get through this But never question God. The biggest mistake that we make is we base our spiritual experiences on our emotions. How we are feeling. What we are seeing. And then we start to utter things which are contrary to the word of God. The Bible says Job never sinned with his mouth. You know what I've seen so many people today are angry and frustrated there's a lot of things happening around us that are unjust and unfair and I'm not downplaying any of those things but Job's attitude in all of that an upright man a just man he never sinned with his mouth once he never charged God once We want to go out and declare John 10.10 that Christ has come to bring life and life in abundance, superior in quality and super abundant in quantity. And the devil has come to kill, steal, and destroy. But if we are going out with our own mouths and we are killing, stealing, and destroying, how can we expect God to bring life and life in abundance into our lives? This fountain that God has placed on the inside of us Let it be pure spring water flowing out. We cannot hate somebody and on the other hand say we are born of love. Job's attitude in all of this never change towards God. In whatever you are facing, get God's opinion about your situation. Job's opinion about God remained constant. His wife, unfortunately, based everything on what she was seeing, what she was feeling, what she was experiencing. When everything was going well, she believed that God loved Job, that God blessed Job that God favored Job. But then when there was no house and no food and no children, she started doubting God. And she said, my advice to you, Job, curse God and die. Be very careful of people that look at a situation from a natural point of view and give you advice from a natural point of view when you don't have God's opinion. Job had God's opinion about his life. When you don't have God's opinion about your own life, how will you be able to have God's opinion about other people's lives? Amen, help me Lord. If you don't have God's opinion about your own life, how will you be able to have God's opinion about other people's lives? When you looked at Paul, when he was still Saul, from a natural point of view, he was killing, stealing, and destroying, murdering Christians. But if you had heaven's opinion, you would know he would write two-thirds of the New Testament. From a natural point of view, we would call a spiritual warfare meeting and rebuke him curse him whatever praise people pray but when you have heaven's opinion you can start to pray for a person and know that things will start to change in their lives keeping them bound to God's plans and purposes Job never sinned with his mouth once what a challenge to us as Christians I want to read listen to this 2 timothy 2 19 nevertheless the solid foundation of god stands having this seal the lord knows those who are his what's the sermon topic for today god knows does god know sometimes or does god know all the time all the time God is aware of what you are going through. Do you know with what you are facing right now, the biggest challenge that the devil is throwing at you, what he's challenging, he's challenging your sonship. It's what he did to Jesus. If you are the son of God, then why? If you are the son of God, why are you hungry? The fact that you are hungry doesn't mean you're not a son of God. Don't doubt your sonship. Can I have one amen? Amen. This is what the devil does. This is what even people will do around you. If you're a Christian, why are you going through this? Why is this happening? The devil wants you to doubt your sonship. You can have sickness in your body. And still be a candidate for heaven. You can have two cents. And give it. Into the offering box. And still be a friend of Jesus. But when you look from a natural point of view. Where's God's favor? Where's God's grace? That widow that gave the two mites. Her name is mentioned for eternity. God said she was a big giver. She knew that God was her provider. He was her source. She could give because she loved. Job lost everything, could fall down on his knees and worship. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. Daniel, the decree being made, you're gonna be fed to the lions. What does the Bible say? Three times that day on his knees giving thanks to God. Do you know what it means? It simply means, Job, when he was going through his difficulty, he remained a son of God. He did not start to behave out of character. He continued to be a blessing and to bless. He didn't start cursing and saying wrong things and getting angry. What mattered to him the most, what was God saying about his situation? I want to read from the Amplified. I'm going to close. I'm almost done. Amen. Now it's so quiet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for the rain. Amen. James 5 verse 11. I'm reading from the Amplified. You know how we call those blessed, happy, who were steadfast, who endured. You have heard of the endurance of Job. And you've seen the Lord's purpose and how He richly blessed him in the end. Turn to the person next to you, say it's not over yet. Turn to the person on the other side, say it's not over yet. Inasmuch as the Lord is full of pity and compassion and tenderness and mercy. We know that the Lord restored double back to Job. Amen. If you know what you've gone through, what you've lost, that God is going to restore it double. Won't your confession change? But we are murmuring and complaining about the things that we've lost instead of giving God praise for the end, what he would do. A matter of fact, you know what the Bible says? It says that when the thief is discovered, he has to return and pay back sevenfold. Who of you would like a sevenfold return? Is there now reason to rejoice and to get happy? Amen. Do you know what's the truth? God wants to do more than that. The promise in the word of God in the book of Deuteronomy, God's heart for us is a thousandfold that he wants to bestow upon you. But while you are murmuring and complaining, that kind of blessing cannot come into your life. When you are murmuring and complaining, it cannot come. But when you start giving thanks to God and you glorify God for what he is doing in you and through you, things will start to change. Amen. Job Challenges all of us as Christians that when we go through challenging times not to sin with our mouths. Many times when you go through a challenging time if you would just be quiet and give glory to God things will change much quicker but we cause more problems when we start saying things we shouldn't say. God wants to bless his word a thousand fold. May God bless this word in your heart And give you the grace to be obedient to his word. In whatever you are facing, make a decision to make God's word the standard for your life. When you are going through a difficult time, find that scripture, that promise that God has given you, and know that it's not over. God knows. God knew what Job was going through. And we know the end intended by the Lord was that it was merciful, full of compassion, to restore double back into Job's life. Amen. Please stand to your feet. I want you to pray with me. Amen. Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to see things change in your life? Have you prayed a quick prayer in your heart while I was ministering? Lord, forgive me for the times I said things when I shouldn't have said things. Have you prayed that prayer? Amen. Amen. Let me hear you pray. Say, Precious Father, say it again. Say, Precious Father, open my understanding so that I will doubt no more. So that I will doubt no more. That I will worry no more. That I will fear no more. In Jesus' mighty name. Pray it again. Say, Precious Father, open my understanding. Open my understanding. So that I will doubt no more, that I will worry no more, that I will fear no more. Open my heart to faith, O Lord. I want to be a doer of your word. Open my heart to faith. Open my heart to faith, Lord. I want to be a doer of your word. Thank you, Lord, for lifting me up every time I stumble. Thank you, O Lord. For not allowing my enemies to triumph and rejoice over me. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray, precious Father, restore every area of my life. And cover me with your righteousness. Cover me with your blood. Cover me with your favor. Cover me with your goodness. Restore every area of my life, O Lord. Cover me with your righteousness. Cover me with your blood. Cover me with your favor and cover me with your goodness. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. I declare, Lord, I'm linked up with God. Defeat and failure are things of the past. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm walking with the Lord. Defeat and failure are things of the past. I'm walking with the Lord. In Jesus' name in Jesus mighty name and everybody said amen Amen. hallelujah give the lord a hand right there where you are standing just put your right hand on your heart raise your other hand to heaven and pray this prayer loud after me say precious father my situation is beyond human means i need the savior of the world to save me save me lord jesus wash me with your blood And cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I confess with my mouth. And I believe with all my heart. That Jesus Christ died for me. That he's alive right now. Making intercession. For all my weaknesses. O Holy Spirit. Help me. To live a holy life. Well pleasing in your sight. I am now. A child of the most high God. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah! Give the Lord a hand if you've prayed that prayer in humility and sincerity of heart. Your sins are forgiven, you are linked up with God right now. Amen. If I can give you some good advice. Don't talk about your past anymore. Don't confess those negative things of where you come from. But start declaring and confessing where you are going. The promised land where God is taking you. Amen. Egypt is a place of defeat and failure. But God is taking you out there. Amen. If you want to grow spiritually, you have to connect to a team. Turn to the person next to you say, connect to a team. What does that mean? It means get involved in a church. Get involved in a church. If you're from around here and you've prayed that prayer, get planted here. Get connected. Amen. The second thing, if you want to grow spiritually, discover the dream. Discover your gifts. Amen. The dream that God has placed on the inside of you. Turn to the person on the other side. Say, discover your dream. Tell them again. Say, discover your dream. So you have to connect to a team. You have to discover your dream. And then you have to serve in a dream team. Amen. Turn to the person and say, that's too easy. That's it, family. If you want to grow spiritually, I want to tell you, connect to a team, discover the dream, and then serve in a dream team. People that are involved in a church serving grow spiritually much quicker. Amen? They have people around them that will look out for them. Sometimes when you just feel weak, you can say, just pray with me. Just help me. Amen? Sometimes we are praying and say, God, help me, help me, help me. God says, just ask Joe, he'll help you. God, help me, help me, why are things not changing? Joe, just ask Joe, is in your, hello, am I talking to the right people? Sometimes we're asking for help, and the help is there. The church is the reservoir of God's power. When you get connected and linked up to a church, things in your life will automatically start changing. Christ is the head, and that life that's in Christ Jesus flows into His church, His body. Amen. Has your faith been lifted? Has your faith been lifted? Give the Lord a hand. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.